Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's not easy being Jeff Lewis. I'm like, oh, that ended. That's on pause. That crashed and burned. Oh, he sued me. So I'm on my apology tour. Honestly, you could talk shit about me for 30 minutes. And in the end, if you're like, but he's hot, fuck it. I don't care. I'll forgive it. Jeff Lewis has issues. Good morning. Here with Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles star Tracy Tudor, Barbarian star Megan Weaver, and Shane Douglas. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. I know you are all so sick of talking about this, but this is such a major part of our life. Munjaro. Both of you are on Munjaro. Yes, yes. And that is the Hollywood fad diet that's going on. Quick weight loss. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's not really a diet. It's actually supposed to be, isn't it supposed to help diabetics? Well, that's what it was made like, for. Like, it was, it was originally. It is going yes. to be the biggest weight loss drug, like, next to Fenfen. So originally, it was, it was developed to treat diabetics. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. there's not enough available to treat diabetics any longer. I'm not sure that so, that's true, but okay. Right. I'm not buying it. Yeah. So, Fake news. Megan. Yes. You have lost how many pounds in how much time? Nine pounds in just under two weeks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, you guys. Is it's... there any way to accelerate it? <laughs> Give you two I give you shots. double, double shot, double shot. No, it's insane. It's 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 a pretty. It's no, it really is. I mean, you just don't eat on stuff. <laughs> no, you, it's like trying to get like a piece of steak down, like one sliver. No, is you got to force yourself. Yeah, yeah. it's not for that. everybody. Don't you feel tired and hangry? No, no, not at all. You don't feel hungry at all, and you don't feel hangry. And you don't have. You still have energy. You actually have more energy because for me, I don't know about you, Tracy, but I'm drinking less. A lot less. Yes, like I am nothing. sleeping. I am sleeping better. So sleeping it could better. treat alcoholism as well. That is a 100%. side effect of it. That's what my doctor said. It does Which help is, addicts. It's upsetting for me. I've, I've never been clearer. Yeah, you know, same. Like eight weeks off of really most alcohol. So wait, you've been on eight weeks. Yeah. That's Jesus. why I got to get off. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're clothes, wasting away. Your clothes dude. are falling off. I'm off the train. I know. Yeah. Could, it's time. I mean, literally, I was in the elevator. I'm like, you're too skinny. Yeah, and I said I to Shane, Thank could you imagine you. being oh my God. too Thanks skinny? So I've never in my life been too skinny. <laughs> never in my life. <laughs> but you're, I mean, you look great, Megan. Thank you. But I've you got st- 12 more, more to go. Well, I'm worried about that. Well, we'll see. You okay. know, just 12 let, more. Let, look at it this way. It's like it's like doing a cleanse. You know, you, yeah. you go on these juice cleanses. Of course, you lose weight and you feel clarity. You haven't put a piece of food in your body for a week. And then all of a sudden, you stop the cleanse. And, and you gain some back, yeah. And so you, or at all of it need, back. I'm, I am the <laughs> guinea pig. Then, so. <laughs> we'll see how the next couple weeks okay. go. Okay. I'm going to watch thing. your progress. What I will tell you is you look, um, because there is, there is what you look like in clothes and there's what you look like naked. And you've never seen me naked, right? Well, I did in Barbarian. Okay. And you didn't look, and you didn't, right. you know what I mean? So you look right. great. Yeah. 
That's what she that was said. a really good performance, if I do say so myself. <laughs> you look great and close. Okay. Like, fantastic. Thank you. I'm, I'm guessing that you probably want the 12 so you look great naked. Yeah, and just so everything's really baggy like on Tracy Tudor. Yeah, you just right. want, you want to like have a stuff stick falling off yes. your body so you can be like, oh my God, it's too big. And it's just like it's I was so telling hard. you this morning, like I just want to be able to wear my pajamas and like get a glimpse of myself and like the, you know, a reflection and be like, oh, who's that? Oh, oh my totally. God, it looks so good. Look, those pajamas are hanging off from my hips, you know. Yeah. Those wow. bones on my Isn't hips. Wow. We're sick. But I think everybody, I think all women understand can we just, this. Can we just, can I have it once in my life? Yeah. Just one time. Yeah, I've never been like that then. Yeah. I want to be that girl. You are that girl. Okay. <laughs> Good Lord. But you're going off of that yes, now. I'm, yes. Yes. She I'm ready to. to like maintain. It's getting to an unhealthy yes. situation. Yeah. So, and I think that's when you probably should maybe consider. Yeah. Like when you're, the you're putting rice in your mouth just to like fill Get some void. sustenance. Yeah. Now you know what's you know what I was just thinking? You probably are so confident now you can have sex with the, the lights on. Lights yeah. on. It has been thirty years since I've had sex with the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Sex with the lights on is a really good thing when you're you know, feeling when you're feeling good. good. And you know, you know. I had to get blackout shades. I mean the drapes were not enough because light was still coming through. No, you can't have like the shadow. <laughs> there could be no Unless shadows. you're really, really drunk. Then all bets are off. Yeah, that's you know, true. who cares? Or no, you have to I be don't. Standing, laying, you know. It, oh, I thought laying is better. Yeah, but then it, it makes your so wide from the butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, left turn. Uh, the uh, Elf on the Shelf. Oh, you know, yeah. we talked about this yesterday. Uh, I so what you don't know is that I've decided I do not want to do Elf on the Shelf again this year. It's just too stressful. You used to do it with your, cur- of your girls. Of course. Okay, so Monroe Six. I think it's time. That she learns that Santa's not real. It's now, already time. No, I'm just kidding. I, we're st- we still we still believe in Santa. Yeah. But I did sit her down uh, last night. I said that Santa called, and uh, he is. I was. I said it was. I was surprised. Get the call, and I said because I always like keep going with it, which is just stupid. I make it worse. Like I should just keep it short. But then I said Santa called. We had a nice conversation. Mrs. Claus is doing well. They're looking for a new place. North Pole. Blah blah blah. And then I said, um, well, anyway. So Santa uh, said that he is really proud of you this year. You are doing so well. You're being such a good girl. So sweet. Um, you're. He was really impressed at how you're doing in school. And then Shane is like, well, how does he know? And then what did she say? Santa knows everything. That's true. She said, Santa knows everything. I said, mm-hmm. that's true. And I said, so Dory, your elf, will not be coming back this year. She's been reassigned to another house. And uh, so there's this kid who's he's a little bit of a disciplinary problem at, sco- uh, at Monroe School. Let's just say his name's Theo. Okay. Because it is. And... <laughs> Uh, so let's just say that his name is Theo. Okay. Yes, no, that's not his real name. Aren't we trying to not get kicked out of school? No, no, no. It's not yeah. his real name. <laughs> it's not his real name. Oh, okay. So I said, Dory has been assigned to Theo's house mm-hmm. because Theo doesn't always behave like you do. So uh, this is great news. How'd it, she take it? She was really good. She, she really understood it. I said, there's no reason for Dory to be here anymore because you're not, I said, you're so well behaved now. You're not, you know. Last year we had some problems, and Dory had to keep a close eye on you. But Dory doesn't need to do that anymore. Dory needs to go to another home where she or he was. Was Dory? Remember we had a whole question about whether yeah, Dory was a he Dory's or she. Dory walks fluid. the line. Dory sometimes is a he, sometimes 
she's a she. I think it's fluid. That's okay. what that means. Does Gage have an elf on the shelf at his house too? No. Okay, that's good because we had to do that with mine. We had one at each house. Oh. But I'm so, unclear. Why we're stopping this because you're tired of hiding it? Yes. <laughs> and he forgets, and then he's like got to <laughs> scramble at the last minute. And then you've got to like put Dory in a new place because remember Dory goes back to the North Pole every night, oh. reports to Santa, uh-huh. and it seems very inefficient. <laughs> you know, you could email, you could text. Why do you have to travel? Right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that's the story. You know what I mean? So she, what, the problem is when I wake up in the morning and we come down the stairs, I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't move Dory. And then she's like, why is Dory in the same place? And then I have to come up with an excuse like weather was really bad last night. Dory couldn't, you know, Dory's flight was canceled. Mm. Delta. You know what Delta does. Do you know if Theo celebrates Christmas? Uh, You might tell her she can't tell Theo. Like it has to be her secret. She's already at school. She might tell Theo today like. You have my elf. Jig is up. Okay, Theo is an imaginary name. It's right. not the real name. I know okay. that. But that person. That. But she could right. go to that person. And, and say, then, my elf is coming to your yeah. house now. And he might you didn't be cover like, my dad elf said, what? My dad said you were bad. Good call, so Jameson. the elf's coming over. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's Shit. what kids do. Hmm. Well, they I don't talk. know. I don't know. Let's just hope it goes well. <laughs> she probably forgot. Uh, I no was. Way. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, you last night, Shane, because I I remembered that Tracy met her hot trainer boyfriend at the Abbey blacked out drunk. And now I was thinking that you Classy. really you really should start texting these guys back. Well, because you never know. Look at her. She's in how long? long? Almost three years. Wow. And he's smoking. It was just some random drunk hookup. You know how many guys have kissed at the Abbey? Yes. Can you imagine if you started texting I don't. Him back? There's a lot. Like, I don't know. <laughs> And then he did he text you or what? what tell me, refresh he my memory again. He texted me, and remember, I didn't remember the first kiss. Yes, because I was a little sauced, and that, yeah, it was super charming. And then, and then we kissed again the second time, and then he asked me out to dinner that night. Hmm. Yeah. Now I do want to just kind of clarify to people because you know Shane and I have had trouble with our families. Uh, we come on the show and we do talk about our misadventures, going out, getting drunk. Here's the thing. Four nights a week, I'm home with my kid watching TV. Fucking Matilda for the thousandth time. Right. (laughs) But that's boring. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about Friday night and Saturday night and the nights that we went out and and let loose. Sunday afternoon and Tuesday. Okay, enough. Enough. Wednesday morning. (laughs) But whatever. So you got to understand, like, we're not always going to share the mundane details of our life. That's boring. We talk about, so it looks, you know, like you're going out all the time. It appears as if we're going out every night. This is important to what we discuss in the next segment, oh, uh, which okay. is going to be a bit of a telenovela, uh, which is called The Lewis Family. <laughs> Always it's, a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that But show. I do have Never another- disappoints. I do have two questions for you, Tracy. Yes. Josh Flagg, and I'll ask him the next time he's on the show, but I, I just didn't want to wait. I wanted to ask you now. Is it true that they're looking at- are they talking about getting married, he and his boyfriend? That was like a page- Was it page six that came out with it? Yes. Him? Is that not true? It's not true. I think they asked him in the interview, which was supposed to be about his book. Did you guys know he had one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Maybe it. it's not a bestseller like but, yours. No, but he, <laughs> I mean, bless his heart. He doesn't like get out. And pro- He's so Andrew focused right now that he wasn't getting out and promoting his book properly. And of course, during the interview, they ask about Andrew and he said, "Would I would never be with someone that I didn't potentially see a future or marriage with. Mm cut to that ended up being the headline got it and so he was upset about it because it was supposed to be about the book 
And it doesn't look good when you're in the process of getting a divorce that you've, you know, announced that you're engaged. Oh, really? Mm, I wouldn't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) And you still didn't file, even after you got engaged to someone else. Big rock, nice Mercedes, three million dollar house. Yeah. I mean, Tracy, we've got to catch you up. We'll get drinks. uh, We'll get drinks. You're not gonna believe. We'll get drinks. I thought mine was bad. Oh, talk about wearing blinders and just pretending it's not happening. Everything's fine. It's not happening. Everything's Everything's fine. fine. It's gonna be good. Mommy loves daddy. Daddy loves mommy. It's insane. I love that. I need to hear more about it. We that. will. Another time. Recap. <laughs> yeah. Buys another house. Mm-hmm. Separates. Buys another house. Starts dating someone else. Buys her a Mercedes. Buys her a ring. Gets engaged. Gets her pregnant. And then Meg is like, well. Well, maybe I should divorce her. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. You think? <laughs> you, you know what, guys? I am going to move on. <laughs> It's I'm time. calling it right now. I'm feeling grown. I've been on the fence, but I could do this. It's my decision. We're separating. <laughs> I've had enough. Good times. Oh, God, they really were, Jeff. Those were good times. Those were really bright the and shiny t- times. But then once you cross that threshold, everything was fine. It was great. Yeah. Smoking yeah. cigarettes, yep. drinking a lot. The water was warm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, was there a fire at your house the other night? There was. What there. happened? So I have a, um, from Jackalope, I have a water fountain that, that I didn't hardwire. So I use a long extension cord. And it's been working great for like so 10 Megan. years. For 10 years, it's been fine. It's one of those outdoor green extension cords, right? So I plug it, it's been fine. And then last night, the, a couple weeks ago, when it was raining, it was storming, I was sleeping and I had my curtain open and there were these bright flashes. And I was like... God, it must be lightning. I want to see the lightning, but I don't hear any thunder. <laughs> it doesn't usually there's thunder after the lightning, right? And, so I'm trying, and then it happens again, a bright flash. And I'm like, and I'm waiting for the thunder. No thunder. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go to sleep. So then I close, <laughs> close my eyes. And the next thing I know, my entire bedroom is bright as the sun. Like it just lit up. And I was like, what? And I sit up and there was a fire in my courtyard outside my bedroom window. on no. the gra- So it was like the, the extension cord caught fire and I screamed. I ran around. This is when I, you know you're not good in a crisis. I got up, I ran, got out of my bed and I ran around the house and just screamed fire and did nothing. That's great. Yeah. Your kids are asleep. Yeah. So Ben went out there and managed to put it out. I think the, the funniest part about this is, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, there's, there's thunder after lightning. Yeah, yeah, right? Megan. Isn't that, you know, yeah, and that's what I was thunder. thinking. I was like, well, maybe sometimes there's not. Like, <laughs> so I fell back asleep. Oh, my God. Our resident, I got to get my seven hours. <laughs> you must have taken that v- Venus CBD. Yeah, I was out. You sleep right through a fire. Yep. Code Jeff. Now, what yep. were you wearing when you were running around? Remember, because we all sleep in clothing. So I was wearing, like, very reason. thin joggers and a T-shirt. Okay, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no I'm always ready. For- 12 more pounds. It won't oh, matter what you wear. No, I could run out the house naked. Yep. Say, like, scream all my neighbors. Barbarian! <laughs> 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 I'll just do it on purpose. Out. I need to see this part. I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> Shut up, Alyssa. <laughs> Don't jump on that train. Come, I thought you were better than that. She comes out here at night. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be an accident on the 405. I'm safe in here. <laughs> I 
I need to see a picture oh, of this. God. You need to see the I'm barbarian. I'm sure Jameson I do. will. Oh, yeah. Don't spoil it. You need to see it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It's good. It's a good movie. It's really good. Um, what about your car? Did you get, because got... Tra- Tracy, do you know that her assistant <laughs> <laughs> smashed her car? And then, so it was, the lease was up. It was like a week. It was a week? Days. Days. You were days. To, days to return the lease. And the assistant uh, crashed into it. Oh. And so she had to extend the lease because it had to go in the shop. Now, the assistant said, what was it again? His accelerator got stuck. I thought he said the brakes were, went out. I don't oh. fucking remember. <laughs> <laughs> She's so skinny. She can't think. I can't think. I have no, I have no sustenance. Um, I don't remember. The brakes went out. His accelerator got, I don't know. Something happened. And he, the car was in the driveway. My car was parked in the driveway when he hit it. But he turned the car. Spun it around. And oh. then he almost went off the cliff. Jesus. How yeah. bad was it? Pretty bad. Did you get the car back? Yes. Is it, okay. I've had it back for like two days. Does it have like weird rattles and stuff? No, but it just doesn't. I don't like it. Well, it's, it's going not, back anyway. Yeah, it's going it? back. Yeah. When? Take it back now before there's another accident. Okay. <laughs> I got shit to do, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. When are you returning it? I don't know. Maybe after the holidays. <laughs> you're going to keep just hold on to it. I, that means I have to go shopping for another car, and I just don't feel like doing that right Those now. Are, oh, do like you know what you want? To get a new car. I don't think you have the energy because you have, have the energy. Eating. Let me just finish my Manjaro, and then I'll <laughs> go get a new car. Okay, all right. So we are going to take a quick break. When we're going to come back, we are going to discuss uh, the soap opera that is the Lewis family. Oh boy. We'll be right back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. It's perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night. Plus, save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash grad admissions. We are back. I'm here with Million Dollar Los Angeles, Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles star Tracy Tudor, Barbarian star Megan Weaver, and Shane Douglas. So we just got a little nugget from Megan uh, at the break. Uh, she informed us that the doctor who prescribed Manjaro <laughs> lost his license and that you have, to, you have to Venmo him. Yeah, it's all under the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All you gotta right. do what you got to do. <laughs> nice and safe. All right. So uh, ready, Jameson? All right, so let's talk about what's happening over at the uh, with the Lewis family. Uh, as you remember, I'm sure uh, Stu and I were on pause right after BravoCon, so it was uh, I think it was like the 17th or the 24th yeah. of October, and I fucked up. I will say it was my fault. So the pause was because of what I did. Um, however. Stu was very upset during that week. Mm -hmm. He felt like he was trying to reach me. He couldn't. Uh, he didn't know how to handle me. So he thought he would call my family members for advice. Wasn't the best decision. He, he now regrets that. Right. However, the reason I found out about it is because, you know, my sister-in-law, Carrie Lewis. Yeah. He reached out to her. Carrie immediately called me and said, hey, Stu just called me. This is what he said. Right? Like a loyal family right. member would do. Every time that he texted Carrie, Carrie would then let me know. And I, I knew, I, I knew kind of he was in this desperate place where he needed to talk to somebody and uh, mm -hmm. he needed a little guidance and counseling because I'm a little hard to handle at right. times. And uh, so I don't totally blame him for that. However, I did have set a boundary in the future like, hey, can you not talk to my family members when we're going through personal stuff? Um, and it puts them in an uncomfortable position. When I said to him, I said, have you talked to any other of my family members after Carrie had reached out to me? He said, yes, I've spoken to your stepmother. And I said, oh, that's interesting because she never mentioned it to me. And I said, have you spoken to her several times? And he said, yes. And I thought, oh, huh, mm. that's weird because I just know, um, you know, we're all, you know, we're all parents here. Um, I believe that if one of Monroe's many husbands reaches out to me <laughs> in the future, I will say, look, I'm in an uncomfortable position here. Mm -hmm. This is my daughter. Like, I can't talk to you about your relationship. And I will tell you that, um, so I'm, I've been very, I'm very close to my dad's wife. We've been friends for 30 years. They've been married. Uh, they've been together for 30 years, married for 20 years. Um, something did because I, I'm, I'm trying to like figure out what, hap what happened. Okay, so first of all, my, uh, after I found out that she had been talking to Stu without telling me, I obviously felt very betrayed. I didn't know what was said. I had no idea. I don't know the exchanges that happened. But my dad called me and he said, you know, Claudia's very upset that you did invite her to Disneyland for Monroe's birthday. And I, all I said was, um, has Claudia been talking to Stu? Uh, 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 I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I, I have no idea who she's talking to. I said, mm, okay. All right. Well, I got to get going. 
so I'll talk to you later. And I have not, I have not spoken to either one of them in weeks. And I know they know because they said something to my brothers and my brothers have reported back to me. Like Jeffrey's not talking to us. Well, you know why. But um, then what happened is, now, I, I, uh, during the summer, we were at Pelican for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I always, always include my family, dinners, trips, whatever. Very inclusive. I want them to have a relationship with my daughter. It's very important to me. I am constantly um, putting things together like dinners, weekends, the whole thing. I fucked up at Pelican because sometimes my family will do business together. And there is a business deal that happened. I was not involved, but I offered my opinion. I disagreed with their decisions. And it turned into a bit of an argument to the point where my dad and his wife got up and left dinner. I realize I've gone over the line. It was none of my business. I called them the next day. I apologized profusely. I said, I'm so sorry. It's none of my business. I don't know all the details. I should have never inserted myself. Then two days later, I followed up. Are we good? I really feel bad about this. Like the last thing I wanted to do is like ruin the weekend, whatever. I love you. You're an important part of my life. Like I said, all of these things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then last Monday, uh, Stu left his iWatch at my house. Oh, no. I walked around like the whole day. Like I, I was in the closet, but I don't like things left out. So he left it on the shelf and I just walked, I w walked by it all day long. Then I thought, you know what? I'm going to put it in the drawer with his jewelry. When I picked it up, it lit up. And then I realized there's no passcode. He never, there's, he has no code. I mean, how could you not? I know. Stupid. Yeah, come on. Stupid. So then I looked, um, I looked at the text specifically, the text exchange between my stepmother and Stu. And I have to say, I am absolutely shocked at the things that she said about me. No. She's met Stu four times, but it's like they're best friends. Love you. Call me if you need me. I don't care about that part. What I care about is, let me put on my glasses. Oh, so I, um, I screenshot the text. Mm -hmm. Of course you did. And I printed them out. <laughs> um, and we laminated them. Sorry, he's been acting like an asshole. You deserve better. No. Um. You don't deserve to be treated like this. I'm angry as hell at him, too. No one deserves the abuse. Strong, real strong word there. Also, narcissists don't care who they hurt. It's deliberate. This is my family. When was this? Um, Were this, these texts post was, the dinner? This where was you... during the, the, the pause. That, but, yes, but after, after Pel Pelican Hill. Pelican like, was months ago. Like eight weeks after. The reason probably. I said that. after Bravo okay, So they're, forgi they're forgiving of Pelican Hill We thought Hill that at was point. We thought they had forgiven. Apparently um, I know you are a sweet person, Stu, and you don't deserve this treatment. Um, lashing out uh, at you makes him feel good about himself. Uh, what on earth is he being treated for because it's not working? Um, I can't imagine he has been diagnosed uh, by his therapist. It seems so obvious. He's so insecure, lashing out. Narcissist, too. Wonder if he's even aware of how he's behaving. He needs a better therapist. Now, this is where everything, like, okay, all right, you're mad, whatever. I can get over this shit. Um, okay, he is a narcissist, and so is Gage, and they're raising uh, their daughter to be a narcissist, too. Wow. Oh, yeah, yikes. yikes. Wow. So I thought you guys were friends. I thought so, too. Yeah. Family. Wow.
This just goes to show, dude, stepmoms, they're not good. Keep <laughs> Get her out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So um, I haven't talked to my dad in, uh, or uh, Claudia for four weeks. I called up my dad yesterday because I wanted everybody to calm down. Mm-hmm. Shane was there in the car when I called him. And look, I really want to put this, I want to fix this. So I called up my dad. I said, hey, I want to let you know why I haven't been talking to you both. And this is, you know, Stu left his iWatch at, at the house. And I read the text between your wife and Stu. And she had some very, very nasty things to say about me. And I said, I am so hurt. I, I just, I can't, it's so inappropriate. It's so out of line. I don't understand. Like, what did I ever do? I don't understand. And he's like, well, she's hurt. She's hurt that you didn't invite her to Disneyland. I said, dad, I didn't invite her to Disneyland as a consequence of her actions when she spoke to my boyfriend, um, which was completely inappropriate. No, this happened before. I said, dad, I invite her everywhere. Why? would I just not invite her to Disneyland? There was a reason for it. It's because she was talking to Stu. And by the way, and it's because you lied to me and you said you didn't know when you knew. So he starts to, um, he starts to say, Jeffrey, it's family, it's family. Work it out, call her. I said, Dad, I am open to taking a phone call and I will, if she wants to apologize to me, fine. If we can draw boundaries and she tells me that this isn't going to happen again, fine, I'll move forward. You know, she loves your daughter and you kept her, you've kept her from, from her. I said, I have not. And I said, in fact, her birthday was just two weeks ago. Was it last week? The 21st. And I said, Three weeks ago. nobody called and nobody sent a gift. And I said, why are you punishing a six-year-old? You would have never let us speak to her. I said, absolutely not. I said, I would have handed the phone over to 100%. Monroe. Yeah. So then, you know, I was kind of holding my own. And I was like, look, this is not okay. And then, this is the things he said to me, which is fucking unbelievable. He starts saying, you know, I've been watching how angry you've been. You've been getting so angry. You're angry and angrier. He's like, it's th- you're drinking. You have a drinking problem. You're like a car driving off a cliff. Everyone is using you. Everyone is taking advantage of you. You have an alcohol problem. You, um, and then he, and I was like listening to all this, and then he said um, that he started questioning my parenting. And he started saying that I'm out drinking and I'm leaving Monroe home. And uh, it just went to a place where I, I was like projection, deflection. The, I mean, Tom Lewis is the original gaslighter, in my opinion. I could not believe it. it's like, how do I call to talk about this issue? And now I'm a drunk. Right. I'm, oh, and by the way, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose everything because I'm so reckless and I have an alcohol problem. And... um. And then he starts, but he was all over the place. He starts saying, we never see, we never see our granddaughter. I said, what are you talking about? I'm constantly calling and I'm constantly like inquiring about when you're available. I drive down to Orange County all the time so you could see your granddaughter. So it just really went to a place where he just started like vomiting all over me where I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to go now. Oh, you're going to hang up on me? I said, I'm going to end this call because this is not productive. And I hung up the phone and I looked at Shane and I said, do you see why I'm so fucked up? What'd you say? And I said, yeah, I'm going to call Dr. Judy and get you in therapy again next week. Friday. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So th- it's interesting because this morning I was thinking like, oh, that's where I learned to fight. That's how I learned to go for the jugular. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned to 
tear people down. And that's not the guy I want to be. I mean, my dad's 76 years old, still doing this shit. Yeah. But to come after me the way he did is so hurtful. I think that he was feeling shame for what his wife had done. And that, you know, they say hurt people hurt people. I think he was lashing out to direct your focus somewhere else than on what she had but done. But like, where was all this coming from? Because if you apparently had such a nice relationship with your stepmom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, wh- wh- and where's all this, dri- where, what do they know about your social life when you're not with them? They don't. And, and So then where is that coming from? And this, like one of my many therapists, thoughts are not facts. You and you, you two can, you can, you can concoct whatever you want in your heads, but that is just simply not true. And I said to him, okay, so I did, the one thing I did say is when he started questioning my parenting, I said, this is funny. I said, mm-hmm. you are you're criticizing my parenting? I said, I'm a great father. I said, you have a strained relationship with all three of your kids. And most of our relatives won't speak to us anymore because of you. And that was kind of shitty. That was shitty. That's the only thing I think where I went wrong, right? No, you were, yes. I mean, that was harsh, but you were very calm throughout the whole thing. Like, it was like a bizarre, like, shocking call. Like, it was very uncomfortable. And it's interesting. I'm glad you were there because... Shane said to me, he's like, I, I would never speak to my dad again if he spoke to me like that. Or, or you speak to anyone. Any, I mean, it was like, you were like, you called him to say, hey, this is what's going on. And then he just like flipped it and said that you're being very aggressive and an alcoholic and a bad, like it was crazy. It's I was like, gaslighting at its fun. Anyone yeah. talked yeah. to me like that, I would literally Turning it never speak to him yeah. again. Like, like that's it. I mean, look, we've been down this road before. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to that extreme of never speaking yeah. to him again. But they cert- both certainly owe me an apology. And when he was saying that, um, I'm so angry. I said, Dad, it's not anger. It's intolerance. Like, I can't let people treat me like this anymore. Right. Like, you know, it's not okay. Like, this is not okay for her to be saying these horrible things about me. Well, she was angry about Pelican Hill. And I'm like, Dad, this was months ago. I apologized the next day. Then I followed up two days later. We had a nice conversation. I thought it was done and buried. If she's still angry about that, then we should have a conversation about it. Yeah, communicate. And And then this is what bothers me, and this is something that Stu and I have dealt with. Well, I was mad. You do not get a pass, and I've done this before too. You do not get a pass to say anything you fucking want about someone to someone because you were mad. You don't do that. And I, and I said, I was talking to uh, Stu about this last night. I have burned so many bridges because I have thrown up on someone because I was mad. I'm talking friendships, business relationships, right. romantic partnerships. You've got to understand, like, you've got to keep your emotions in check. It's not okay for me to say all those nasty things to you because I'm mad. It is not an excuse. Now, and we're getting too old for that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like you have to have boundaries, particularly with parents because and and parents that are in marriages, like I've been down that road with my dad and his wife 110 times and I get gaslit all the time, but at this point, you got to like you got to put a nip in this. This isn't an apology tour. Like every 6 months there's like, you know, an apology. Like those things are in writing. They were meant and they were said and you need to have like a real sit down with her. Take your dad out of the equation because that kind of conversation is is not okay, particularly with your boyfriend. Right. 
or someone you're not they weren't even together like it was some they were on pause like it was so inappropriate for them to be having those conversations no, and you're gonna have those kind of conversations time. you're gonna have those conversations in places that you feel totally safe like that conversation could happen with you it could happen with you you can't have it with like a random boyfriend that they've met four times it's, it's just not acceptable i right and i just find it interesting because i don't believe Stu was reaching out for a bash session. No. I think mm-hmm. he just wanted, he probably, what Guidance. do you Guidance. Yeah, yeah, direction. How to handle Help you. me with him. Yeah. Do I yeah. call, do I stop, you know, whatever right. that looks like. There's no helpful advice here at all. This was, this was just, I mean, it was almost like pilot. her own agenda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she made it, she personalized it and made it about her and not about Stu and I. And how to help him. Right. And you guys, yeah. Right. And then, you know, people that do know me and what, it took me seven days. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It took me seven days to come around, and sometimes it takes a minute to realize what my role was in in that whole pause. Why? And look, again, it's it, being mad is not an excuse. I just told him how I felt. The, this and this and this happened. This is the way I felt. And again, thoughts are not facts. I created a whole scenario in my head about Stu that wasn't true. Does it love me? Not interested in me? Whatever. And then I lashed out on him the last day of BravoCon. Yeah. And I, I, I could not be more sorry about it. And so it took me a good, it took me seven days to then uh, sit down with him and be able to have a productive conversation mm-hmm. where after I had, you know, was, I had reflected and realized my role in things. So I also think I, um, I had some good advice from a friend that you don't, you don't really want people in your life unless they are invested in Stu and I, mm-hmm. you know, as a relationship. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to break us up, this is not the people that we should be around. But you that know? doesn't even, like, based on her texts and the comments, it doesn't even seem like that's, yes, like, factually in writing, that's where, like, you deserve better and all of that stuff. But that's not even really what bothered me. The dig at the end about the parenting right. and what kind of father narcissist. you are is, and the narcissist behavior is, like, that's the stuff that's not okay because I don't think it's really about it's you and funny. Stu. That's it's- like her own shit and her own insecurity. And and people, I, I have this with my ex-husband all the time about the kids where he calls my mom and wants to get, to, like, you know, he wanted to kind of potentially do Thanksgiving together. And I'm like, listen, I just wrap my head around like the new marriage and, you know, are, is she come, are we all just going to be one big dysfunctional family at Thanksgiving? But the the second she got off the phone with him, she picked up the phone and would call me and tell me, just like Carrie called you. And I would be able to sort of figure out what my boundaries were around it and deal with it. That kind of conversation is, it's not unforgivable, but it can't be about your relationship. It needs to be about her understanding she can't do that. I don't know about you guys, but my Achilles heel is when someone talks about my the kid. Parenting. Forget it. 100%. Because yeah, we already, of course. we already, every one of us, makes us we we guilt 100%. ourselves of course we, we can do. always think we can do better yeah. i can always spend it's more time i can bell. always you we're already <laughs> feeling like you're not enough and so when someone comes after Ugh. you it's just it's like such an insecurity mm-hmm. and then you know it, the, i've been thinking about this for 24 hours and um i i was talking to uh my nanny lisa about it and it's sweet to hear she's like jeff from what i've witnessed like you always put Monroe first. You have, you revolve your life around her. Like you're a good dad. You spend as much time. Like sometimes you need to hear that, especially after someone said, "I think my dad said I'm raising a robot." Oh my god! Remember remember yeah. the robot comment? Yeah. So uh, 
it's just, it's a lot. What the fuck? Yeah. And then, you know, my dad's always like, family, family, you know, you have to work it out because it's family. I just don't think if family mistreats you like this, I'd rather not. I mean, I've taken a good long year break from my sister, and it's the healthiest I've ever been around it. Really? Yeah. What happened? You know, it's it's. I, (laughs) if you watched the show uh, last season, I listed her house, and and there's a lot of struggle, inner like jealousy, and you know, me being the firstborn, her being behind me, always being called little tutor. Like I don't, I just feel like she never felt good enough. And so that in turn became her lashing out at me for anything and everything that I did. So finally, the last straw was my daughter's birthday at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And I said, I'm just going to have some kids to swim. No big deal. We're not doing like a big formal sit down. Just let's just go swim by the pool on a Sunday. She shows up. I'm with another girlfriend of mine, Kayla. And we're sitting by the pool and we start talking about family dynamics and everybody has their shit. Like there's no there's no one on this planet that can't relate to some sort of relationship challenge and lo and behold my mom came up and my sister started going down the path of how difficult it was for her growing up and how she was left and I finally got to the point where I was like I was there and mom was not that bad you know like we didn't have it that bad and you're a a 42 year old adult woman and you're still using your childhood as an excuse for your shitty behavior as an adult Mm mm-hmm well, I guess that didn't land well. No. Nope. <laughs> wow. And, you know, we, we really pretty much, I mean, we can speak and we can have like a dialogue when we have to that surrounds the kids and the cousins and going to holidays. But like, I didn't go to Thanksgiving last year and I'm not going to go again this year because I just don't want to put myself in a situation with her. And it's such a healthy boundary to have at this point because I'm not wrapped up in that every day anymore, where I used to constantly be so concerned about the family dynamic and keep the family together. Mm-hmm. And so you put yourself in these situations where you're like, well, that sucked that, you know, Christmas was ruined yeah. because by the end of the damn holiday, you know, it's so dysfunctional that you're like, I, I, I just don't want to do it anymore. And luckily, my mom is supportive of it and understands completely. So I just told her the other day, I said, look, me and Scarlett are going to go with Eric to Palo Alto and I'll celebrate a little with you on the Monday before we leave. But those boundaries are huge. Yeah, because your mom is going to be going to Thanksgiving with your sister. My mom is hosting it. Right. So I'm I'm not going um, and my sister is going. It's not even that I'm like, I'm not angry at her. It's just a boundary. And, you know, I've got other shit going on. I've got my own kids stuff going on. I just don't want to expose my personal stuff with my family and my kids in front of her. I don't trust her. Yeah. Mm. I will say uh, the experience that, uh, that because of this experience yesterday, it makes me want to make sure that I do right by Monroe. Like, I don't want her to but witness. But you are doing right by her. I know, but yeah. I don't want her to witness any dysfunctional behavior by me, and then it just perpetuates. Like, it's just now goes to the she next generation. It, and yeah. next, and without getting in, into any details, my dad was in a, he just, it wasn't a great situation when he was a kid. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I get what I yeah. get why you are the way you are. Right. But you're 76. Get your shit together. Right. All right. Um, I do want to take calls. I'm sure a lot of people can oh, relate yeah. to this. Also want to promote the uh, season 14 of Million Dollar Listing, starring Tracy Tudor. <laughs> uh, it will air on December 8th on Bravo, and you can check your, uh, I guess, local listings for times. Yes, 9 p.m. Uh, our time, Pacific Standard. Okay, we have, li- we have every line full. Um, okay, uh, Lauren in Fort Lauderdale. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Megan. Shout out, Shane. Shout out, Lauren. Hi. Hi. 
Yes. Um, well, too bad. Sorry that your therapist isn't coming in tomorrow. Hearing today's talk probably would have been useful. But Thanks. I'm a therapist, so lucky you. You have me as a substitute today. Oh, great. My question is, oh, totally. Um, my question is, kind of double dab your question. You mentioned he's 76, and, you know, to be honest, kind of obviously not decrepit, but let's be real, the man is set in his ways. So it sounds like your whole life he's been acting similarly. So my question to you is, what happens if he is set in his ways and he doesn't really want to change? And this has been his communication style your whole life. It sounds like when you were mentioning with Shane and what, you know, what, what does that look like for you and how are you, would you respond? Because remember, you can't change what people do or how they act. You can only control how you respond to their behavior. So, Yes. Well, there, there have been times where, and we've, I've talked about this on the show, where he has been very harsh. And if I'm going through a rough time, sometimes he will respect boundaries. So if I say, like, Dad, I'm going through a lot right now mm-hmm. and I can't handle this criticism, he has backed off in the past. And that I, happened not long ago where you did that and it was good. Like that after Pelican, there was a moment where he was kind of rough and you said something and things were fine until ju- this just happened. Like it, yeah. that's worked before. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes he will listen and he will um, he will respect boundaries. Um, so I, I, I don't know what I do. right. I think we're going to need a little time. I don't think the holidays are an option Mm-mm. this year. So I think we're going to probably need a, a little time in between. Yeah, maybe that's good. Like Tracy was saying, boundary setting sometimes is like the most perfect, you know, thing for everyone involved, just a little breather. And I also find it interesting that she was texting, because in writing, that's so almost like purposeful, I'm getting a vibe from, that like, she knows you guys are close, that like you, there's a big, strong possibility that you could read these text messages. It's not like she spoke to him in person behind your back. There is evidence, there are receipts of this. So I wonder if she really wanted you to see this. And there was some malintent in that sense as well so it's just a lot of moving variables i wish you absolutely nothing but the best and i love you all thank you lauren thank Thanks, you lauren. i love lauren's voice me too um can we speak to mariana in san diego good morning jeff i feel you man my um uh, my dad's on pause right now with me too oh you're on pause mm, yeah oh yeah we're on pause we're on pause um he was inappropriate in front of my kids i had to physically hold him back from getting into a fight in La Jolla over a parking spot. Oh, wow. So oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. so there's some anger. <laughs> the so, parking spot. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's just really out of control. Like we were at a, my niece's baptism and he's like speaking out during the baptism to like shoot the shit with the priest, just like out of control. So it's more for like my kids. I'm trying to protect my kids from him. Like he doesn't, he means well, but he's just like old school Italian doesn't like you know in his late 70s like thinks he's still back there and can act that way and it's just too much so uh, it's unfortunate but you know i'm gonna have to figure out a way to like sustain the relationship while not exposing my kids too frequently yeah Yeah, i mean you sound like it's a very healthy approach yeah um i i don't know i it's 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 a really tough situation i wish you luck with that it's always the holidays, too, isn't right. it? I just it feel is. like shit always hits the fan right before Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, also, that's when you are really, you know, you're, the whole family's getting together. And then what does that look like? Like that's you said. Gonna, yeah, what are you yeah, going to do? Does my dad and Claudia get together with Todd and Carrie and the girls and then we don't go? I mean, it's like what you're going through. Right. Your mom is hosting Thanksgiving. Your sister's going, but you're not going. It's just so, it's such bullshit. It's just too much. Um, do I have time for one more call? Quick. Quick. All right. Uh, Julian, Washington, D.C. Hi, Julie. I only have about two minutes. What up, chumps? Not a therapist, but been to therapy. I just want to tell you three things that I've learned from my abusive father. Okay. First, 
I had to real I had to accept that he was verbally abusive to me. Second, I had to realize that I would never let anybody speak to me the way that my father spoke to me. And then thirdly, I had to find some good qualities for him. My father was always a protector and a provider, and I can't make him anything else except what he is. That's great advice. I really appreciate it. And, you know, bottom line, I love my dad. I can come up with 25 things of of why I love my dad. But I can't put up with the way I was treated yesterday. Um, All right, Tracy, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I love you guys. Um, Have a great day, everybody. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.